It's the K Country Morning Show with Gabe and Carrie. You can listen to us on the K92.3 app and on this podcast. It's the K Country Morning Show with Gabe Glidden and Carrie Mack. Happy Wednesday. We have made it to the middle of the work week. Carrie, how was your day yesterday? The sun was shining. It was a nice day outside anyway. It was a nice day, and I was kind of bummed. I had to drop my dad off at the airport, but we still had a good time. We got to reflect on the fun times we had while he was here, and I'll be writing a story about it a bit. But, yeah, it was good. It was good. It was nice to have my apartment back to myself, I'll be honest. Okay. Uh, But otherwise, great day. Sad day, too, just like most days. How was your day? <laughs> what? No, you know how, like, I feel like most days, they, they're, they like, you can be happy, you can be sad. It was oh, one of those, sure. like, complicated days where it was, like, a mix of both. Sure. All right. Fair enough. Well, I had a solid Tuesday. Once again, I enjoyed doing nothing but hanging out with the dog in 55-degree weather. I really nice. like when I can take her for a walk and I don't have to wear gloves or mittens. Nice. I hate when I have to change, like, the leash hand. Yeah. And when you're wearing mittens, that's a pain in the you-know-what. Mm-hmm. So it's nice when I can just wear a hoodie and some jeans or something. Oh, right on. Yeah. That's great. Yep. I need to see Nona. I haven't seen her in a few months. She is big. <laughs> right on. Maybe, maybe I'll take my cats and... You'll take your dog for a walk. We'll do it together. <laughs> That'd be fun, yeah. We take uh, one of our cats for a walk every once in a while. We put her in this stroller thing. I might need to borrow that from you, actually. <laughs> that thing's awesome. All right, Cole Swindell, Dustin Lynch, and Cody Johnson coming up, and then we're going to play the five-second rule game to get the brain stems warmed on up. K-Country Morning Show, we're going to play the five-second rule game to get the brain stem warmed on up here today, Miss Carrie. Let's get to it. All right, in five seconds or less, can you name three... Female country singers. Faith Hill. Kelsey Beller. Excuse me. Oh, no. I finally burped on the air. That was actually foul. Uh, uh, we didn't hear it. Oh, good, good. Yeah, no, you're all right. Uh, Faith Hill, Kelsey Ballerini, and Lainey Wilson. All right. Gabe, can you name three male country singers? I'm not even kidding. This is the first part I pulled. <laughs> That's the first one I had, too. <laughs> Uh, Blake Shelton, Keith Urban, Cole Swindell, Morgan Wallen. Okay. Uh, I don't know. You don't need to name five. It's name three. That's I know, but I like going above and beyond just for you. You just like showing off. That's what it is. Well, is it really show? I mean, I can just look at the screen and I'd find three. Okay, okay, we All right. Carrie, can you name three family pets? Cat, iguana, and dog. What? <laughs> Yeah, iguanas can be a family pet. No. Yes. Okay. <laughs> We're going to get the entire Eastern Iowa iguana pet community on our backs about this. You know what? That's a hill I'll die on. <laughs> can you name three honeymoon destinations? Hawaii, Florida, Ireland. Nice. Oh, my gosh. I want to go to Ireland real bad. Can you name three Sesame Street characters? Elmo, Big Bird, and Oscar the Grouch. I relate to him on a spiritual level. You what? I relate to him on a spiritual level. Why? Because I'm a grouch. Oh, okay. Can you name three candy bars? Uh, a Reese's Cup, Snicker Bar, Milky Way. Nice. Hershey. Hershey Cookies and Cream. That one's Killing my favorite. King. Go off. All right. Can you name three things you would use to set the table? A table. Can't have can't set a table if you don't got a table. Napkins and cutlery. Nice. Gabe, can you name three things you shouldn't do at a funeral? Uh I don't know, like mess with the dead body. Um <laughs> he's doing a peace sign. Yeah, right. <laughs> um I can only think of like Terrible things you shouldn't do. Hanky um, panky, you shouldn't be getting hanky panky at a funeral. Uh, you shouldn't burst out laughing at inappropriate times. Unless it's you save know. that for when it's all over and you're telling good fun stories. Yeah, when about you're at the, the repast. Person. Yeah, and then I would say show up in a hoodie and sweats. Yeah, dress up a little. Put bit. on something with a button. Yeah, exactly. Whether show be, some respect. Yeah, that's that's the least you can do. All right. I have one more for you, Carrie. Hit me. What are three things that you put on before you leave the house every day? Socks, a bra, and a shirt. Right on. I forgot about my entire bottom. I realized that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just Winnie the Poohing it. 
Have you ever like almost left work without a shirt on? I mean, left for work without a shirt on or something? Nope. Okay, just me. Yep. Um, just you. Not not once have I done that actually. <laughs> <laughs> Shoes I've almost done. Uh, shirt I almost done for sure. Can you, name, can you name three summer outdoor activities? Playing disc golf, playing ball golf, going for a walk. That's what regular golf is called, ball golf? I think that's what disc golfers play at, call it ball golf, or they call it like traditional golf. Oh, in the disc golf community. In the disc golf community, yeah. It's the K-Country Morning Show with Gabe Glidden and Carrie Mack. And is there a a country music superstar you think would make a fantastic president? Who would you go with, Carrie? I feel like if I had to really think about this, it would be the same person or the same team of people I would send to talk to the aliens to represent us. Garth As Brooks? <laughs> I mean, he's really just talking to his buddies. <laughs> no. No. I, With all of my heart and soul, I feel like Dolly Parton and Reba McIntyre would be a great president, vice presidential ticket. Sure. That would be a great duo right there. Dolly would charm them. Reba would have like, I feel like Reba would be like straight to the point about things. Sure. And that's what you need in a vice president. Uh, but I think Dolly Parton, Dolly for president, Parton for president just sounds so nice. Man, I don't know who I would pick. I'm kind of, I so I just pulled up a general list of just country superstars. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of people I think could potentially do it. Yeah. I think Brooks and Dunn would be kind of a cool combo. That would be a good vice president, president, yeah. Brad Paisley, I think, could make a pretty good president. Yeah. Who else? I'm trying to think. George Strait? Yeah. Alan Jackson? Yeah. Yeah. I think there there could be an awesome bunch of presidents here. Yeah. I might have to really dig, what's the word, dive Dive deep deep. (laughs) into who I think could do this. Carrie Underwood would probably be a good president. Great. Yeah. I feel like she would be a really good, like, Secretary of State and, like, represent everyone as, like, they travel abroad because she's just, like, internationally, I feel like everyone knows Carrie Underwood. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. This uh, Chris Stapleton would be a great president, probably. Yeah. I'm really kind of stuck now. I just want to see a, a president who wears a cowboy hat. Is that too much to ask for? <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Uh, let us know which country superstar of any era, any time, living or non, would you think would be a good president? I'm kind of with you on who would you send to talk to the aliens. Yeah. And we're not trying to get political, so let's not go down that rabbit hole. We're just trying to have some fun. That's right. Who would we love to be uh, the ruler of America for like a <laughs> week or something? It's the K-Country Morning Show with Gabe Glidden and Carrie Mack. Carrie, your dad got a little tour of the building yesterday. How yeah. did that go? How it, was all of that? It went <clears throat> It went really well. He was actually very like happy and surprised uh, at like the state of things, he was like, "Oh, you're you actually have a job in radio, right? You do something, yeah, you do something." And he's like, "This is legit," and I was like, "Yes, it is, Dad." <laughs> what do you think? You're just broadcasting out of like a broom closet, yeah, or using a paperclip <laughs> or something? I don't know, but it was it was really funny because he's never like seen he's like seen college stuff, but he's never seen like legit stuff I've done. I think sure. So uh, this was exciting. This was exciting for him. And so did he fly out, was it yesterday or today? I can't remember Yesterday. Now. Yesterday. Okay. All went well with that? Yeah, all went well. We uh, went to the pizza place he likes, and then uh, he was like, hey, Carrie, I got this. Let's get a large. Oh, wow. And I was like, whoa, 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 big dog. Big spender over there. Uh, because he was like, I, I know that you're a young 20-something. And you want some leftovers. Yeah, here you go. Yeah. Here you go. I was like, do you want to take some on the plane? I think you could take some. They could aluminum foil it. And he's like, no, no, no. You got this one. I don't know if you can bring aluminum foil on a plane. The, I'd have to look that up. The pizza guy was like, hey, we people have been able to like bring this to the airport. We've been able to you sure. know wrap it up if you need it. I mean, if you have just like a... Yeah, like a box, I guess, and they can look at it. I, yeah. Yeah. I don't see any problem. Hey, Waterloo Regional Airport officials, <laughs> message us in the K92.3 app. We know that there's some TSA agent uh, who is looking to just spread some information with us. <laughs> yeah, let us know. We've got, uh, coming up here, Kane Brown, excuse me, and then your Nashville News on the way this morning on the K-Country Morning Show. It's the K-Country Morning Show, and it's time for your Nashville News Minute. Kane Brown and Lauren Elena have been friends since middle school in Georgia, but unfortunately, Kane missed Lauren's wedding earlier this month, and he says he feels like a really bad friend for it, but he had a, a very good, very important reason for missing it. Okay. 
Uh, he was getting a vasectomy. Really? He says, quote, I was laying on my back high as a kite. The nurse and the doctor just standing over me, and they're just talking about their day. Oh, sure. Uh, you know, I always heard this cheat code from uh, <laughs> when I played softball. I played with a lot of dudes who were kind of older than me. Not, like, way older. Probably as old as I am now. Yeah, like beer leagues or something yeah, like that. Yeah, that's exactly right. And a lot of the older gentlemen who were at that point in their life, uh, they gave me an idea for this hack. If that was ever a situation I found myself wanting to be in. Yeah. You're supposed to put that operation the day of or the day before March Madness basketball starts. Oh. Because then you just sit at home. You can't really walk around. You can't really move. And then you can just sit and watch college basketball for about four days straight. No one can really yell at you for it. Or you could do it like the the day before the Masters golf tournament starts. Okay, okay. So life hack for anyone tuning in who might see themselves in that situation in their life. That's crazy. When does March Madness 2024 start, I wonder? Like, obviously in March. I guess sometime, yeah, sometime <laughs> in March. <laughs> uh, the final four is on April 6th and 8th, so it's probably at the end of March, like middle to March. Middle yeah, to end probably March. middle, yeah. So if... Yeah, if you're in that point in your life, yeah, I think it's time to do a little better planning, Kane. <laughs> Come on now. He does have three children. <laughs> Read more about this on the Kane 92.3 app. I have great handwriting. Yeah, I think your pen was just dying a little bit. And or I, think the, I got like two mics in my way here. Gabe, can I also pitch an idea? No, no, no. Don't want to hear it. I can hardly read. Don't my eyes have only gotten worse after working with you. Luke Bryan, Nate Smith, and Carrie Underwood. I am oh, aging God. 10 years every single day that this light is off, Gabriel Glidden. No, you're not. Yes, I am. No, you're not. You stare at one screen. I got nine over here, I Ms. come back Carrie. around and I have to do some work over there, <laughs> and too. And then the sun's up. Oh, <laughs> the things Gary and I argue about. Yeah, you have big screens over here, so you have a lot of light. I would have a lot of light. We want to know if you could pick some music artists to uh, be president and vice president. We're not talking any politics, by the way, on the show. We're just talking fun people you would pick. Vibes. Based off yeah. vibes alone. We're going straight vibes. <laughs> Who would you pick? Let us know. You can message us on the K92.3 app, and we're going to dive on into it, and I'm going to get Carrie a new pen for the board. Okay. So I can see that far. <laughs> Maybe I just need glasses. Mia, where's your... It's the K-Country Morning Show. And before we dive on in to uh, country music artists that you think would be, you know, a great president and vice president or what have you, uh, I have a question. As Carrie and I learn about split ends here this morning, <laughs> how long does it take for you, someone to notice split ends? I was giving yeah. Carrie a little mini education today about yeah. what split ends are. And uh, we were trying to discover if she maybe has any. You said your last haircut would have been like January, Yeah, right? it was in January. So not like super long ago. Yeah, I'm, okay, I'm looking up how long does it take for a split end to form. <laughs> hey. Oh. We get paid to do this. Yes. <laughs> According to cosmeticsandtoiletries.com, my go-to source, uh, since hair grows from root to tip, the ends are the oldest and have experienced the most damage. Hair grows at an average rate of half an inch per month so hair that is only six inches long has already experienced one year of damage wow what oh yeah you're chalked bro but i got this cut i got the haircut oh well i mean you've got three months worth of damage already but the ends i feel like the top is i'm so confused we'll have to look at them we, yeah carrie was kind of she, we were trying to not trying to figure out i was trying to explain what a split end is yeah which might mean uh be a good sign for you you yeah. know, if you don't know what it is, you likely haven't been told that you have them or you noticed yeah. them or what have you. I don't really know why or if they're that bad. I'm not sure. I think it just means that there's some hairdressers. It's people who know hair stuff, please help us Call today. us up, 833-4985, and give us tips because if I do have split ends, I will be requiring Gabe to cut my hair <laughs> on this show. Yeah, does Carrie probably have split ends? Let us know. Probably have split ends. She got her hair cut last in January, so what, it's been about a month? Yeah, it's been about a month, almost two months. Almost two months? Oh, it's chalked. Yep, you're going to have to redo the whole thing now. Gabe, stop it. I was already getting <laughs> concerned about my bangs. I might be asking him to trim my bangs. 
That might be something we have to do on this program. <laughs> Dirk Smedley and Billy Currington coming up, and then we'll actually dive into what we were going to talk about this hour. We just needed some hair help today on the program. I'm just saying, if, like, Dolly and Reba aren't available to be president and vice president, I think we could do it, and our first decree would be no split ends for anyone. <laughs> it's the K-Country Morning Show, and if you could pick two country superstars... To be president and vice president, who would you pick? And I keep going back to the same person. So who would you go with, Carrie? For me, I think it would be one of the only presidential tickets people would actually agree on. I think these people would unite the country in a beautiful, musical, country-loving way. Okay. Dolly Parton as president and Reba as VP. There was a, and I got to be careful how I say this, there was an interview with Dolly Parton. Uh, She was on... Was it Ellen? Ellen, I believe. And they had asked her something along those lines about running for president. And she had said, uh, uh, she had a very interesting comment about, don't you think there's already enough boobs in the White House? That's funny. And I thought it was the greatest That's thing good. I've ever heard. That's yeah. good. That's good. That's good. That's good. I like she's that. She's been asked that before, actually, <laughs> being, being president or what have you. Oh, that's a really good response. We got to. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty funny. We got to tap her for more like comedic moments. I <laughs> yeah. feel like we don't recognize her enough for that. I would agree. Yeah. Yeah. But her and Reba, I think they're both likable. They both care about people. And I would trust them with the with the nuclear codes. Sure. Yeah. I'm with you on that. Yeah. A lot of people love them. Yeah. But I do worry because of Dolly's. Like long nails, she might accidentally touch the nuke button. Sure, sure. Like whoopsie doopsie, we understand. <laughs> right, right. All right, fair enough. So, Gabe, I'm curious about your lineup because we kind of come from two different like mindsets and styles when it comes to this. I keep going to the same dude, and it mostly has to just do with uh, I've seen a lot of guitar playing interviews where really good guitar players talk to this dude, mm-hmm. and he just seems like such a nice regular guy. Brad Paisley, I think, would be an incredible prez. I know nothing about his politics, absolutely zero. I just know he seems like a cool dude to have a beer with. He's a really cool dude, and he's done a lot for American troops. Yeah, so so many. He's such a a cool guy, and he respects them that way. Most country stars do, uh, but I think he would be, that would be a decent choice. Well, I watched this guitar interview. uh, For anyone who is a fan of the Foo Fighters or know who they are, they're a band and the guitar player in the Foo Fighters. Uh, is Chris Shiflett, and he does kind of this podcast on YouTube where he just talks to really good guitar players in all genres of music, and Brad Paisley was on one of them. And it was just cool learning about all his guitar playing influences. Obviously, mm-hmm. uh, he has his country influences, but he was a big Eric Clapton fan who's like an old blues guitar player, rock guitar player, or what have you, and some modern rock and roll kind of guitar players, you know, like Jimmy Page from Led Zeppelin and things like that. Well, he's not modern, but you get the point. Um, so I just thought it was cool. A dude who has that vast, that who spreads his gaze that wide seems like a likable guy to me. Someone who respects and understands all genres of music, I feel like will yeah. respect and understand all genres of people. Yeah, I'm with you on that. So yeah, give me, uh, give me, give me Brad and Dolly. I'm in. I count me in. I'm gonna. He I'm, did a rock album. I'm in. I'm gonna pitch something though for you. VP Carrie Underwood, because she and Brad Paisley together are so hilarious. That'd be great. That could be a good one. That I'm would be awesome. Not going to try to sway your decision, because I know you're appointing the opposing ballot right now. <laughs> oh, my gosh, I just realized this. We, we ha- These two have to oh, run yeah. against each other. That's right. It's party Gabe versus party Carrie. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I don't know, because, like, I mean, I don't know anything about his politics or care, to be honest this with you. This is all in vibes alone, you yes, know? Yes, he just seems like a cool dude. Yeah. Yeah, make it, yeah, he could be the king, king of the world. Like Leonardo DiCaprio and Titanic. It has to be president or vice president. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> Gabe, you have to play the game right. Come on. <laughs> oh, okay. Jelly Roll, Zach Brown Band coming up. And then uh, we want to hear from you. Which country star do you think has some good vibes, good presidential vibes? I think that's kind of the way to put it. Yeah. K-Country Morning Show. And if you could pick one or two, excuse me, country superstars on vibes only to be president and or vice president, who would you pick? I have settled on Dolly and Reba, great dynamic duo, would just be fun to watch together. I would love to see a like White House press conference with them. Sure. Yeah, it would be a lot of fun. We got a message from Catherine on Facebook who said Toby Keith would have been an amazing president. Yeah, I can see that. He was very involved with the troops and stuff. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I think that's a great pick. R.I.P. 
Uh, Iowa girl, because I think she was responding to your alien comment about Garth Brooks. <laughs> she said, always, guys. And I'm just picturing an eye roll. But I don't think he'd want it. Garth Brooks. I think Dolly and Reba would be amazing, though. Be great. Yeah. yeah. Garth Brooks. Well, the alien thing is, I'm just trolling. I know. I, I don't actually think he's an alien, but I do think he's an alien to an extent. <laughs> uh, she also went on to say that Willie Nelson would also be a, a good sh- a good pick as well. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Why not? Good old Willie, bro. That would be wild. <laughs> for more reasons than one. <laughs> Mostly just what he has for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yeah. That's probably what I'd go with. <laughs> yeah. I can see Willie being great. Sure. Yeah. Chime in on Facebook. Chime in on the K92.3 app or give us a call. 833-4985. Would love to hear your dream country music presidential ticket. That's right. Coming up, uh, we do have Scotty McCurry, Jason Aldean. And there was... A very interesting take, which I do want to talk about today from this man on ESPN about mm. Iowa's very own Caitlin Clark. We'll have that uh, at some point here this morning as well on the K-Country Morning Show. It's the K-Country Morning Show, and there was an ESPN basketball analyst who had, in my opinion, a pretty horrendous take on Caitlin Clark, obviously uh, the basketball player for the University of Iowa. Mm-hmm. And I am wondering if I fell for exactly... What he was hoping I'd fall for. <laughs> fall into a sort of trap, okay. Well, so he was very complimentary. You know, he said she's one of the most prolific scorers of all time. He goes on to say how good at shooting a basketball she is. And, you know, he's very complimentary. But he also goes on to say that he will not call her great mm. at basketball. And I was kind of a little taken aback by that. At the very essence of basketball, like at its core, right, Mm -hmm. what's the job? To get the ball to go in the hoop. Yeah. At the most basic terms, that's what basketball is. Mm -hmm. And Caitlin will be able, or at one point when she breaks all of the records, because she will break Pete's record at some point, or she could if she wanted to and comes back next year. Mm -hmm. When you do that better than anyone who's ever played college basketball, why, why would you not be considered great? And he went on to say that uh, he would need her to lead the Hawkeyes to winning a championship to consider her great. So I'm kind of curious. So Jay Williams, he was a fantastic college basketball player. He played in the NBA, so he played basketball at the highest level. Mm-hmm. He can have his opinion, and that's totally fine. But calling Caitlin Clark not great was a very interesting way to put that, I thought, yesterday when I saw it. I feel like because of how popular she is right now and the attention that's being put on her, part of this was definitely him trying to grasp at something that, like, everyone else is talking about and just... I think he was trying to just goat people. Yeah, is he like, trolling go- me? Like, he's did trying to I goat fall- people yeah. into this. Did I fall for what he wanted? Is I obviously then clicked the story, had to read it. Yeah. You know, so I was just kind of curious if I fell for the troll job, you think. I, but, I mean, to call Caitlin Clark not great, is uh, that's pretty asinine. She's a, going to be better yeah. at scoring a basketball yeah. than anyone who has played college basketball. I just feel like there are certain times once you reach a certain level of, like, you know, of athletics or whatever. You, you, you just make these wild claims sometimes. Sure. And I think his definition of great is probably obviously like a higher standard than us. Maybe that could be it too. Because yeah, maybe. Like actually played for like yeah. the NBA, done all that stuff. And he won a championship in college. Yeah, I think he's also, oh, wait, he's won a championship in college. That's probably why he's doing it. He's probably like, maybe. she's never going to be nearly as good as like me or like anyone on my team because we... She hasn't won a record. She hasn't like, taken home a championship like this. Well, what? yeah, his exact quote was, I think the way she plays, the pizzazz, uh, she's probably the most prolific scorer the game of basketball has ever seen. I am unwilling to say she is great yet. I'm not saying she's not at a high, high, high level, but uh, for it to go to the state of immortality, in my opinion, it has to culminate with your team winning a championship. So very complimentary, mm-hmm. but at the same time, you know, he won't say she's great unless she wins a championship. I think that would have to mean Larry Bird was not a great college basketball player because he didn't 
win a, a college basketball championship. So I don't know. I just thought it was very interesting, and I'm kind of just curious if you think I fell for a troll job, if he, like, knew what he was doing. Oh, I think he definitely knew what he was doing, and uh, I don't know. I don't know. I know that there's plenty of Iowa Hawkeyes fans who are probably going to go through his DMs or something. Oh, he got roasted on Twitter. I got plenty of <laughs> tweets in the in the article for you. You can check it out. Some people say the worst take of the day. Uh, some people um, also just said Jay Williams lost a lot of respect for you mm. yesterday, uh, things like that. You can see all this on the K92.3 app. I just thought it was an interesting way to put it. He does, you know, he says all the nice things or whatever, but then he kind of refuses to give her that. And who knows? She could win championship this year, I guess. It could also be that, like, sort of athletic, like, camaraderie, like, goading on to, like, hey, you can be great. Like, keep going for it. Yeah, like, almost encouraging in that way. Yeah, you never know. What do you think? Message us on the K92.3 app. Should Caitlin Clark be considered great? Well, I would say with without a doubt. She's greater <laughs> than both of us. She's greater than both of us. <laughs> Can't read it that Okay. Jeez. It says, what's something that's a big deal today and not a big deal yesterday? I wrote NBD. <laughs> not big deal. Isn't that, a, isn't that a thing? NBD? No big deal. Uh, I'll be honest. Whenever we talk about them the day before and then put them on the board, I never remember. But then we and I was getting remember. coffee during that song, so I forgot to ask you. And the worst part is we can't even remember them when we don't even write them down, so there's no point <laughs> even doing it. We just but, get the same thing. But now we know. We do know, all right? I have great handwriting. Uh, your handwriting is something, yeah. It's it's there. I, I think we, we both have comparable <laughs> handwriting. Old Dominion, Chris Jansen, Thomas Rhett coming up, and then uh, we'll be diving on into that this morning in the 8 o'clock hour here today. You know what's very nice, Carrie? Mm. It might be like 58 degrees today. Yeah, we'll be. I'm a big fan of that. Woo. It's the K-Country Morning Show, and what is something that may seem like a big deal today that would not have been a big deal 30 years ago? And I think the reason I brought this up to you yesterday, mm -hmm. Carrie, was... Um, we have a garage door, obviously, for our garage, and yeah. we always shut it uh, at night. And I remember growing up in the 90s, if we had the garage door open, it wasn't like the worst thing in the world. We didn't necessarily need to sprint out there and mm -hmm. shut it or what have you. But now, during the day, even when people are home, we shut it. Yeah. I feel like when I was growing up, if our garage door was open but we were home, we didn't think about it too much. I, yeah, yeah. It's like this newfound, like, alertness that people have developed sure. over the past 20 years, which I'm not too mad about, but it's kind of sad that you feel like you can't trust people anymore. Sure. Um, I, yeah, there's been enough people who ruin it. Yeah, exactly. You know? One point, one bad apple, all of that stuff. But I yeah. feel like, uh, one that a lot of people don't think about, something that's a big deal now, but wasn't 30 years ago or even like 20 years ago, maybe sunscreen. People weren't really wearing sunscreen as sure. often as they are now because now you have SPF in like your lotions, your yep. your On skin your routine. Sticks. Exactly. Mm -hmm. You uh it's a part of your daily skin routine. You're supposed to wear sunscreen every single day, just like a little dollop of it on your skin yeah. to make sure you don't get sun damage. And I know I had a great aunt who is no longer with us. But she wasn't a big fan of sunscreen, and she looked it. She, really? She just had that, like, leathery, like, really wrinkly skin. So <laughs> Poor lady. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. But she Got really... Got a blast in her ear today. Well, she's, she's dead, so... Well... Yeah. Yeah, but I get it. Yeah. 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 Uh, but like it's that it was that sort of like leathery skin texture sure. because she didn't really use sunscreen. Right. And like I use sunscreen now. My mom has been using more sunscreen now. And like melanoma is such a big thing these days. So yeah. I think something that wasn't a big deal 30 years ago, but is today sunscreen. Yeah. I know for if someone like my mother's age, right? If she was th if she was my age thinking about 30 years ago. I feel like she would say something like going to the store to get cigarettes for my grandma or something. Yeah. Like if she had like a written note or whatever. Yeah. There's no way you could do that now. No way no now. No chance. I had to get my mom cigarettes and I'm like well over 21. Like I had to do that when we were in Pennsylvania, when we were in Iowa, New York, all that stuff once. And I still felt so nervous getting them. <laughs> really? Because I was like, um, my mommy said I can get these right. cigarettes. <laughs> right. That's kind of interesting. Yeah, let us know. What is one thing that might seem like a bigger deal today 
that was, you know, harmless or maybe you just it wasn't at the forefront of your of your thought process or whatever, maybe 30, 40 years ago, something somewhere in there. There's so many good ones that people can probably come up with. Check this out on Facebook or just message us in the K92.3 app. It's the K Country Morning Show with Gabe Lynn and Carrie Mack. What is something that might be a bigger deal today than it would have been maybe 30, 40 years ago? And this all stemmed from uh, Corey and I like left a garage door open the other day. And I went out there. I was like, oh, how long have I left this open? Yeah. And I feel like in the 90s growing up, if we had our garage door open, it wasn't some immediate thing we had to go yeah. shut. We didn't think about it yeah. like we do now. Even today when we're home, we shut it. Mm. And, and my parents shut theirs when they're home for the most part. Yeah, it's just a... Uh, we didn't, I, I didn't do that my whole life. Yeah, it's a wild time. I feel like it's partly trust and partly, like, like you also, like, understand that people are kind of, like, you know, most people are good, but there are some people, there's always one rotten apple Yeah, in the there's bunch. always one out of a thousand who ruin it for 999 people. Exactly. Or we, nine, yeah, 999. I said that you right. Got it, there we you go. Got it. You got That's it, good homies. maths up there. There we, there we go. There we go. <laughs> Something that was a big deal uh, today, not a big deal 30 years ago, multiplication. For us. I'm shocked for me. Well, <laughs> honestly, long division, who knows it? I don't even understand how to do it. Uh, but we're getting some good responses on our Facebook, K92.3 Waterloo. Amy said, trust. It's hard to trust anyone anymore. Like Gabe said, you can't even leave your garage door open during the day because someone might. We had a bike stolen in broad daylight while I was standing in the window where it happened. Steal something. Very sad world we currently live in. Wi-Fi, cell phones were just making an appearance. I think that's a good one, Amy, cell phones for sure. Oh, definitely. And just like having a phone on you. Yeah. we. I remember we had one family cell phone for the longest time. Dang. I think my mom would take it to work and my dad had his pager. Uh, ooh. So if there's a real giant emergency and mom couldn't answer, we could always page dad. But he might not be able to get back to you for... 30, 40 minutes as he looked for a phone or a payphone or something. Okay. Dang. That's kind of bonkers to think about. Mm-hmm. Really? That would have been, uh, he had that until, because when I got into third grade, we moved. So I remember the, the pager thing being a thing until we moved into third, oh, in third grade when I moved. You're going to have to walk me through how a pager works because like it still kind of boggles my mind. Really? Yeah. I never, I don't think I was ever cognizant <laughs> or like in it, like. Like, understanding of what a pager was when pagers were a thing. Sure. Yeah, you were pretty young. Yeah, I was pretty young. Yep. Uh, Tabitha, Tabitha said, a debit card, IDs when buying cigarettes. Now, there's tons of places who only take card. Yeah. Like, they won't take cash. I know U.S. Bank Stadium, where, mm-hmm. you know, the Vikes and the Vikings play and they have big, giant concerts mm-hmm. all the time. Uh, I'm almost positive it's no cash yeah no I hard feel like, only i feel like depending on like the situation that's kind of easier so like you know no one has to worry about like the money getting lost or whatever it, scan and go yeah i wonder true, if there's true. a convenience to it they don't have to hold cash in yeah. the, behind the counter or whatever yeah, i don't know maybe cashiers can tell us what's going on there on sure. the k92 3 app uh kyle said homemade snacks at school yeah i oh. would guess that's a big one too we kind of had something we were talking about that it was birthdays last week. yeah yeah we were, we're talking, talking about, like, peanut allergies and yeah, stuff. Yeah, and, like, how you can't, especially after COVID, you can't bring homemade snacks because of, like, you touching them to yeah. school for birthdays. Yeah, and germs and stuff when you think about the homemade snacks. Now you have to get snacks from a bag that are in a wrapper Yes have to be unwrapped when you get there or and whatever. there's so much waste that way, too. Probably, yeah. And also, like, piggyback off, off of that, uh, a hand sanitizer. That wasn't oh, like, it's everywhere now. Yeah, it's yeah. Ev- literally everywhere. It wasn't like a huge deal. Like if you like like were outside and you're like, I don't feel like washing my hands right now. You didn't have to, yeah. essentially. Yeah, Krista said kids walking or riding bikes around town alone can't trust anyone anymore. It Ooh. is interesting to think. We used to, in elementary school, bike to this park. Mm-hmm. I think that was like eight blocks, nine blocks away. It was not close. Mom and dad couldn't look out the window and yeah. see us. And we'd go there willy-nilly and not think about it. We'd take our bikes around to go off like jumps and stuff Yeah, that wasn't anywhere close. Now, I mean, you kind of keep your kids to your driveway or your yard or whatever. Yeah. You don't yeah. even really like when they walk up and down the block. Exactly. I also think that, like, I, I remember growing up, there were kids who would do that. Like, they would go to the park. They would ride their bikes and stuff. But even then, because I, I'm a, a bit younger, 
they would have cell phones and they'd be like, you have to text me when you get there. You have to text me when you're leaving. You have to text sure. me, text me, text me, text me. This constant, I feel like, uh, need to keep tabs on your kid is sure. like so prevalent these days. Yeah, and for good reason. Yeah, too. for good reason. Exactly. Yeah. Like having a phone, just like being able to see them. Like the world is scary, man. And it wasn't, I'm not quite that old, but I'm pretty close. Uh, for us, it was... It was kind of when the street light comes on, you had about 20, 30 seconds to get your butt to the to the house or what have you. So we always would kind of time it. All right, the sun's going down a little bit. Time to start heading at least that direction yeah. so that if that street light comes on, I can sprint in the house. Yeah, I, uh, I didn't have that experience because I lived in such a rural area. You couldn't really bike anywhere. It was too rural to bike. So you were like even farther away from people so you can really go anywhere. So... Man, times have changed, and cars have honestly made made it that way, too. Yeah, that's it? right. Yeah, yeah. well, keep letting us know. Keep chiming in. There's some more I would like to get to here on the uh, Facebook page and on the K92.3 app. I really like what Blake from Clarksville said. We're going to have that coming up in 10 minutes because there's still some of my buddies that I'll, I'll do this to <laughs> if we're golfing or something. We'll talk about it in 10 on the K-Country Morning Show. The K-Country Morning Show, and what is something 30 years ago, maybe 40 years ago, you wouldn't really think about on a day-to-day basis, and now you know it's a much bigger deal. I always bring up the example, you know, just leaving our garage door open. Mm-hmm. Uh, we obviously would shut it if we were gone for a large chunks of time, but if we were in the house, we could leave the garage door open, and we didn't think about it. Now, I shut it every time I leave the garage. True, and I think 30 years ago, we weren't caring about, like, sunscreen, about putting it on too much, but nowadays, like, SPF is in everything. Yeah. It's part of a lot of people's, like, skin routines. Just, like, maintaining your skin is also yeah. a, a new thing that people are just starting to care about. I really want to get to what Blake from Clarksville said, because I sadly do both of these things. (laughs) Number one is uh, saying hello in public. Well, I have a horrible habit of constantly wanting to chit chat with everyone I come in contact with. Uh, yeah, I think that's a Midwest thing too. People say hi to everyone in public. Like, Hey, how are you? Uh, Do the little head nod, do a little smile. I do that awkward little hi. (laughs) Right. Sure. Like the bro nod or whatever. The bro nod is as, as good a high as anything. Sure. Yeah. Now this, I don't, it's not to random people. This is like my buddies. Uh, but <laughs> I'm just, I'm just you, picturing you in like a Mad Men situation. Be like, hey, sweetie. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like, were you, uh, what did he say? Blake from Clarksville. Yeah. Smacking someone on the rump. I'll tell you what, if I'm golfing with my boys and one of them hits a 300-yard drive right down the center, they get like a good game butt tap all the time. I'm just so glad. I think that's a sports thing. I think that's a sports thing, too. I'm just so glad that, like, that doesn't happen in the studio. Like, you don't, like, do a really good break and I don't go, hey, nice job, champ. Yeah, good game, coach. You know? (laughs) I don't tap you on the butt. But I definitely, like, like give my buddies a butt tap at like golf tournaments and stuff. I'm like, all right, come on now. I love Or like in softball, if they like hit a home run or whatever, or darts. I think I went golfing with you when you did that once. You did that to someone. And, like, oh, I'd be Elliot. Yeah, and yeah. like he was like, oh. I definitely am uh, guilty of that for sure. So. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> it's the K-Country Morning Show. And what's something that is a bigger deal now than it might have been 30 or 40 years ago. I love this comment from Amy. I never even thought of this, and this is so true, and I can even take it one step forward, Mm -hmm. but Amy said streaming services for watching TV. Yes. Do you remember the day? Now, you kind of just, you know, pretty much have every single movie at the tap of a finger. You can even rent brand new movies Mm -hmm. now for essentially what it will cost to go to the theater, but... I'll never forget Friday nights, Thursday nights. Going to for us, it was called Hollywood Video. Oh. Renting a movie for the weekend, renting a video game to try out for a couple of days or something. So yeah, renting movies was uh. massive back when I was growing up. When you went to the VHS aisle, oh my god, that like feeling of like having to return the tape that I just the heftiness of a VHS yeah. I kind of miss that the power you used to have in the movie theater you could find anything not movie theater but movie rental yes. you could find anything in there but you, so many hidden gems yeah but you always went for the same ones I always went oh, for the yes. same three hits of course yeah it was like Barbie Nutcracker Swan Princess and then like there was a a Disney version of the Swan Princess too yep mine would have been the live version of the Jungle Book 
when I was younger. The live version of the Jungle Book? Yep, yep, the 90s live version oh, of the Jungle yeah. Book. I loved that flick because this kid at daycare had it. And he would bring it once in a while <gasps> to watch. And whenever I could rent one, I'd always sneak that one in the old cart. Can we talk about George <laughs> of the Jungle? Do you remember that one? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, so streaming good. services for TV. Yeah. Renting movies. Mm-hmm. I rem- Now you just do it all from your couch pretty much. Yeah. Amy said electric cars. That's yep. a big deal now. Not that big a deal years ago. Kimberly losing your cell phone. If you lost your cell phone back then, it wasn't like that big a deal because you could honestly... You can find it because that thing's huge. Those things were It like, was a brick. Exactly. Like, it would survive negative 30 wind chill. <laughs> you can like use it to like defend yourself against yeah. like intruders or something. And I think we were just used to not having them. Yeah, exactly. Like I freak out when I don't have my phone, not only because they're expensive these days, yeah. but also because like my entire life. T- so sure. work is on there. Yep, yeah. exactly. All the memes, all the memes, they're yeah. all on there. If I lost my phone, for the most part, I would be okay. I think on a day-to-day basis, I would just worry about, you know, if my wife was safe coming home. But I'd probably be okay. If I had kids, though, I would definitely need a phone. Yeah. To make sure they were all right or something happened at school or whatever. I mean, obviously, I don't have kids. but Yeah. Well, something's going to happen to this one, listener. Jordan, he said Taylor Swift. I miss those days. Uh, wasn't a big deal 30 years ago, huh? Yeah. Well, Jordan, uh, we're going to take this outside, but he's going to beat me up because he's like a very athletic like man who definitely could like punch me. It's the K-Country Morning Show with Gabe Glidden and Carrie Mack. It's just after 9 o'clock, 38 and sunny. It should be a great day today, at least as far as temperature goes. Near record highs as we could be getting to 56, 57 uh, degrees, maybe 58 in some parts of Iowa here. Uh, but Riley Green, Scotty McCurry, Luke Combs coming up. And then there's this life hack we've all been taught to believe. Uh, mm. If your phone ever falls in, like, the toilet or you drop it in the lake or whatever, uh, to put it in rice. The K-Country Morning Show, that's Luke Combs and a Fast Car. Uh, apparently, we are supposed to stop putting our wet iPhones in rice. If you have an Android, uh, sadly, this might not necessarily concern you, mm. but... I have used this hack before in my life to no avail, but supposedly you're supposed to stop. I have I have used it quite a few times and it's worked, but that was when I had an Android. I've never done it with an iPhone. Sure, and I've yeah, I've only had an iPhone. Yeah, and I've I've only had to try this once or whatever, and it did not work. I needed to get a different phone. Yeah, it definitely is like an iPhone thing. So if you have an iPhone, you you are gonna want to stop putting your wet iPhone in rice. So you've probably heard of the hack about putting wet cell phones in rice, especially if you're kind of in a panic after dropping your phone in the toilet. Hey, we've all been there. I've done it one too many times. I've done it in the bathroom of Roxy's. Sorry, man. I, I <laughs> that was a fun, that was not a fun time for me. <laughs> what a move. <laughs> I feel, and I am not saying that this cannot happen to dudes, but I wonder if this happens to ladies a little more with the whole toilet thing, if they put it in their back pocket. Yeah. You know, because ladies sit down to use the bathroom. We, Wait, don't, we do? Yeah. We, yeah. We don't necessarily always need to do that. I understand. So I, I have never really dealt with the toilet phone issue. Mine would always, it'd be like on a boat or something or <laughs> I don't know, wherever else I happen to be. Mine's in the crapper, yours is in the ocean. <laughs> but I think that's part of it because I put my, especially when I've had a few too many drinks, I put my phone in my back pocket. Yeah, it's a common go- thing. Yeah, yeah, common thing. So Apple is warning you not to do it. iPhones are more sophisticated than they used to be, and some can handle certain levels of water. They now have a liquid detection warning that tells you if your USB-C port gets wet. I'll tell you this. I dropped the phone I have right now into a toilet several times. Don't you have a couple seconds to get it out now? Yeah, you have a couple seconds to get it out. But mine has been damp, and it still works. Like, you leave it out. Uh, you dry the phone with a cloth. You tap the phone gently to sort of drain the water from the little ports in there. Okay. And you leave the phone in a dry area with airflow. That's what I've noticed that really works. Okay. And it saved my my life, my phone, and all of my texts. Uh, avoid putting any cables inside of it until it's completely dry. Okay. And do not put paper towels. Do not put those little cotton swabs because you think you can get stuff out. Don't do that. And definitely don't put iPhones in a bag of rice to try to get the water to sort of drain out. Doing so will probably have 
some of the small particles of rice get into the pores or get into like the crevices okay. and mess up your phone. This is kind of a nice hack to know. If your phone falls in a toilet or the sink or a shower, whatever the case is, it actually probably will be okay if you act quick. That, that's good to know, actually. Yeah, I've dropped my phone in the toilet, in a pool, like in the shower. I, I've, you know, it's it's been in the water many times. It's gone swimming. <laughs> it's like it's it should be going to the Olympics to compete against Michael Phelps. It's the K-Country Morning Show with Gabe Glidden and Carrie Mack. We are learning every single day. There is no end to the flavors we are willing to try with certain things, Carrie. Oh, no. Am I going to be upset? Am I going to be grossed out by this? I, you know, the worst part is I kind of want to try it now. Gabe, <laughs> I hope it's like not a bad combination. You haven't told me this yet. I don't know. You already, I don't think, like the taste of one of these. Okay. Well, maybe that's not true, but do you like coffee? No. Like the taste of it you hate, hate right? It, hate okay. It. Imagine coffee uh, mixed with pork. Pork flavored coffee has hit the market. I hate pork too. I really don't <laughs> like pork. What? You don't like bacon? I like bacon, but I can't do like pork. <laughs> I just can't do it. I can't do ham. I'm not a fan of the pigs. And pork flavored coffee is officially uh. here, but the good news is, is it has not reached the United States Ugh. just yet. Of course, this is being tested in other markets in different parts of the world. Uh, but it is possible these could be coming to a local coffee shop near you. I'm just going to leave it at that. And now I know for a fact if this happens to hit America and in specific Iowa, who's known for being a pretty good pork producer. Yeah. We're going to have to try some pork-flavored coffee here on the K-Country Morning Show. And who knows? I might love it. You're going to have to try it, Gabe. I will <laughs> I will say that. You will have to try it. Well, because I drink mushroom coffee every day, which is very different from regular coffee grounds or whatever. But Carrie can't stomach the idea that I drink mushroom coffee. So I think I could get through this. I respect that. I do, because there's some sort of health benefit. Yeah, what's there's the a bunch. Health, yeah. What's the health benefit here? Like, you don't need to get, like, <laughs> any extra bacon from the grocery store? Like, you can have, like, a two-for-one Willy Wonka meal? What's going on here? The K-Country Morning Show, and have wolves ever lived in Iowa, visited Iowa, been native to Iowa? No, I'm not talking about the Iowa Wolves <laughs> basketball team. Carrie, talking about the four-legged ones. Hey, Gabe, I think we should add some sound effects to this. Okay, go. That's your wolf? Yeah. We got to step it up a little bit from that. That sounds like a little, like, yip-yappy dog. Okay, that's how, I mean, it, maybe it wasn't as bad as I originally thought. Our coworker is going to come in and be like, what the heck is going on? Who let the dogs out? So tell us about wolves in Iowa. <laughs> uh, yes, wolves have visited Iowa. I was just wondering about that. So wolves really now basically like live in Canada and then like super, super northern parts of like the United States, maybe super north Montana, super north Minnesota, right on the border kind mm -hmm. of area. And I had wondered, would they ever or had they ever lived in Iowa? I know it gets cold in Iowa in the winter. Mm-hmm. But it, it does get pretty hot here, humid in the summer, you know, 90, 95. And there's about a 10-degree difference, I always feel like, from here in Minnesota. So I was curious. And it turns out that wolves, yes, at one point did live in and frequent Iowa. They would follow these herd migrations for food. Mm, that makes sense. I mean, I would follow a lot of things for food. So I, <laughs> okay. I respect it. Yeah, it turns out that uh, back in the early 1800s when Iowa was part of the Louisiana Territory, one of the very first pieces of wildlife legislation was actually the encouragement of killing wolves because they caused so much damage to livestock and 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 animals and and farmers and what have you. Uh, but yeah, these her these wolves would follow bison herds and then feed on stragglers that fell from behind. So, fun fact of the day: the Iowa wolves at one point weren't just a basketball team. So message us if you've seen any. Maybe they've wandered onto your farm at some point. K Country Morning Show with Gabe Glenn and Carrie Mack. We're going to end today's program with a little game we like to call Celebrities Gabriel Doesn't Know. You know what? I'm going to go out on a limb today, Carrie. I think I am going to do incredible today. Did you look at these ahead of time? I did not. Okay, good. I never do.
I'm going to start, though. (laughs) Go off, Kang. Uh, Today is February 21st. If today is your birthday, happy birthday. You share a birthday with Blanket Jackson, who is 22 years old. I mean, obviously, I don't. I, like, I know who he is. Yeah. He's Michael Jackson's kid. I don't know what he does or what he's famous for other than being Michael Jackson's son. He was the one who was dangled off a balcony. Yeah, exactly. I know those kids are worth a fortune. Oh, uh, Paris is worth like $200 million or yeah. something. All of them are worth hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah. Holy smokes. I do feel bad. Their dad's obviously not around anymore. But at the same time. I mean, goodness. What do you think they do on a day-to-day basis? Michael Jackson's kids. I think... Like, they just don't have to do... They've never had to do anything ever. I never understand what, like, kids of, like, famous and rich people, like, do. Like, you don't have to work. Ever. Ever. Like, you do, like, fun little side projects, like passion projects and all that stuff. And especially them, too. It's not like their dad or mom or whatever is in movies and has Mm. a couple million dollars. Obviously, that's a great life, but their dad's no longer around, and they just inherit hundreds of millions of dollars, I'm assuming, when they turn 18 years old. So what do they do? I think they listen to the K-Country Morning Show and listen to celebrity birthdays. All right, fair enough. That's what I think they do. Sophie Turner is 28 years old. She is an actress. She's in Game of Thrones. Santa Stark, for sure, Jean Grey in X-Men Apocalypse, and she was also... Unfortunately, she got a divorce from Joe Jonas. This oh, is that official? Year. I thought they were trying to reconcile. I, I think they're trying to reconcile, but like not like their marriage, just their like friendship because it was just like a, a weird situation that happened. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. Do you know this person who is Corbin Blue and 35? Corbin Blue? Yes. It might have been a little bit after your time. I said I was going to be good at this today. Is he an actor? Yes. I was going to say chef, but th- I think that's called Le Cordon Bleu. I think that's Cordon Bleu. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, he's an actor. Sweet. He's from Disney's High School Musical. He plays Oh, Dad. no, don't know nothing about uh, that. Do, do you remember the Disney Channel original movie Jump In? Nope. He's also a Broadway actor and dancer and stuff. Okay. Beautiful. Ashley Green is 37. She's in Twilight. Yeah, you knew that. I know. Alice Cullen in Twilight. That's so funny. Oh She's my an God. actress, though. Yeah. yeah. Jordan Peele is 45 years From old. Key and Peele, right? Yes. And the Oscar nominated director, Get Out, oh, Us, yeah. and Nope. Great movie, by the way. Yep. Jennifer Love Hewitt is 45. These are all the celebrities I grew up with, ma'am. Actress and everyone at the time who was 15-year-old celeb crush. She was on Ghost Whisperer. She was was really good. Do you know Titus Burgess, who is 45? I think we're shocked here. We finally got one. I don't know. Who is it? He's Titus on The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. He's an actor, singer, probably performer. Okay. Do you know Billy Baldwin, who is 61? Oh, is he related to the Baldwin family? That doesn't really count, though, because I don't know what he does. That's a pretty generic thing to say. He's married to China Phillips. I don't know who that is either. Uh, He plays Ivan, the tennis instructor in the Oscar-nominated film The Squid and the Whale. Wow. All right. Cool. Okay. Do you know Christopher Atkins, who is 63? I should know. I don't. He's from the Blue Lagoon? Nope. Do you know Mary Chapin Carpenter, who is 66? Happy birthday, Mary. She's a country star. I'm falling off here. Yeah. She did the song, I Feel Lucky, Passionate Kisses, I Take My Chances, yada, yada, yada. Uh, just a few more. Kelsey Grammer, 69. He's the guy from, uh, like, Frasier, right? Yeah, and Cheers. Okay, moving on to the people who are no longer with us. Alan Rickman died in 2016. Professor Snape from Harry Potter. Yeah. He's an actor. Hans Gruber in Die Hard, Dr. Lazarus in Galaxy Quest. Uh, He's in a lot of stuff. Yeah, exactly. Do you have any idea who Rue McClanahan is? Nope. She died in 2010. She is one of the Golden Girls. Oh, you love them. Yeah, I love them. All right. Very sad. Today is National Sticky Bun Day. Beautiful. 25 days until St. Patty's Day and 39 days until Easter. That's going to do it for Carrie and I today. We will be back to talk to you tomorrow. We hope you have a great rest of your Wednesday. Just think we are, it's all downhill from here, and I mean that in a good way. We're sprinting to the weekend, and we have the help of gravity and the wind.
That was actually kind of prolific. That, that, you, you should write that down. <laughs> the world's full of nice people. If you can't find one, you got to be one.